G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our song review series of Eurovision 2020. This is our third one, isn't it, Michael? It is. It's the uh, songs between 19 and 11 this week. Correct. Our top 20s. So we're getting into some of the big songs. Not quite enough for top 10, but... Oh, there's some good ones in here. It could be controversial, a couple aren't top 10, to be honest. Uh, I, I think so. I think you're in for a treat here. <laughs> for those who've missed the last, you can go back and listen, but essentially this is the rankings of the Aussie Vision team, not just Michael and I, ranked all first songs first to 41st. Yes. And we have our order. We do. Some interesting results. Some, some really good songs in this batch too, so I'm looking forward to this. All right, well, let's get started. This is number 19. <laughs> Okay, well that was Israel, Eden Alene, with Fekir Lebi. Getting just getting into the top twenty there, is do you think that's a right position for the song and do you like it? Um, yeah, I do. I do think it's about the right position and looking at a lot of the uh, um, countdowns that are coming out, etc. Very popular song. It was also pretty popular with the OJ Australia as well, mm. I noticed. So, um, look, I'm going to start off on this one. I reckon this is a very, very good overall package, Dale. I think the song itself is a good little bop. Really good little bop that that suits the artist, and she is great, and I think she's definitely one of the strongest things in this package. It's her national final performances performances mm. were probably up above many of the others. Oh yeah, she really gave every song a go, and mm. and um, even though controversially this one kind of won, um, I thought it, she did a really really great job of this. What I really love about this too is a really good blend of influences in this song. Mm. You've got some Eastern, you've got some African, and it, it just makes the whole thing I think very international. It's got a very international sound. This song, so I think it could appeal to quite a lot of people. And um, so I've written here mass appeal, and I. I think it also kind of goes would have gone to a jury to a degree as well okay mm, there's some elements i agree with you there maybe some i don't <laughs> i think they have thrown everything at this and when you say mass appeal i think if they got it right i agree at this stage from what we hear i mean this is obviously it almost sounds like a demo version of the song and i do think it would have improved for rotterdam it sounds like it's written for her. There is, I mean, she has um, Ethiopian roots, I believe they are. Mm-hmm. And I think that sort of comes through in some of the song. That was definitely written with her in mind, for sure. Mm-hmm. Brings in some of that more Middle Eastern flair as well. And that works in terms of bringing these genres together. But at times, it's a little dinky and clunky and at the same time. So I wouldn't say it's a smooth bop. It's fun, and I really enjoy it. And I totally agree with you. She's amazing. Yeah, fantastic. I think it could have improved a lot. But still, there was an element of messiness about it that they had to try and improve. So, going off the song I'm hearing now, I really like it, but it certainly had ele- it had to elevate. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that <laughs> because the only thing I've got here, only issue I have, was with the production. Yeah, yeah. And I found at times the production had a lightweight, almost '90s house feel about it. I like the '90s house yeah, feel. But you want to have it? It just needed a bit of bass. It needed a bit of oomph and just that mm. bass line to drive mm. through the whole song. I think, and it was probably one remix away from being really, really good. Exactly. I think yeah. that's where we're probably both coming from with this. Mm. Now, look, um, with the team, this 
came um, anywhere from 11th to 29th. Okay, that was so the no range. Top tens for this one. No top 10s, okay. but also nothing below 29th, which is our best worst performer, I think, so far. <laughs> so very kind of in that middle zone. So you can see why this came 19th, because that's smack back in the in the middle. Mm. Um, those who did really kind of rate it high, Ali, 11th, it, she said she loved that ethnic and Eastern vibe. Yeah. Um, Liv, who had it 13th, said she um, loves a lot of it, but there's some parts that she perhaps don't doesn't love as much. Okay, and it finishes enough. really strong, and it's all about her. So yeah. she's the one that gets it to her 13th position, maybe rather than the song itself. I kind of, I kind of agree with that, to be honest. Yeah. She does carry a lot. Um, I think for the people who rate it low, it's very much around clunky disconnection between verses and chorus going mm-hmm. on there. And also... Ruby said, um, she said, there's something missing from this, despite there being numerous things in the song. <laughs> and I think she's kind of spot on there. I think it's like, it, there's something just quite not right there. Yeah, bang but and, I think they would have got a beat. A bang and beat. That's <laughs> okay. what I needed. All right, well, where did you rank it? Look, I can't say I'm too far off the team average on this one. 21 for me, just outside the 20, but it was hovering kind of just outside the top 10 for quite a while, but just a few got in front of it. I think this would have made my 10 potentially at the contest because, I mean, I love an Eason pop song and mm. I love her. Um, it didn't quite make it for to there for me. It was 15th position. I go back and listen to this constantly. Mm. I really like the song. I just wish it had a bit more because it, it had the elements, just hadn't quite come together yet. All right, what's All right. next? Let's move on. This one's number 18. was Romania Roxanne with Alcohol You. What do you think of this one, Dale? It's pretty low. It, uh, it is pretty low. And I remember this came about the same position for OGAE Australia. So there's a lot of love, but not, not massive love for this song. Mm. And I find that really interesting because it's kind of how I feel about this as well. Um, you, this is a really well put together song. It really suits her. I love the play on words with alcohol you. I think yeah. that's alcohol you, alcohol you. It's really, really, really clever. Um, and I think that would have really struck a chord with people. I think that would have on the night gone, oh, that song about alcohol you, that was really good. There was a couple of other similar songs to this. And I think that might be why it's coming lower for some mm, people. Interesting. Because yeah. I think when it first came out, I probably ranked it higher. Other songs that we may talk about another time or even today, who knows, um, may have, have taken that away from me a little bit. It probably just lacked that sort of big oomph moment, even though the revamp, the end, I did prefer to have that big Eurovision moment. I think I probably needed to see it with amazing staging to probably jump up my rankings, but a really solid effort. And it was great to see Romania back with a really strong song because this was sailing through to the final. Yeah, I agree with that. It would be sailing through to the final. Yeah, very contemporary style of ballad, this one, isn't it? Mm. And I think we're seeing, with particularly with the female ballads this year, you've got that very modern contemporary style and you have more ones that arc back to the classic Eurovision style. Mm. Um, this definitely on the contemporary style, very much along the lines, and I'm going to have to mention Billie Eilish, but I will also mention Lord because Lord's been doing this kind of ballad stuff. I agree for years, probably closer actually. This song, yeah, yeah. So, and I think the production and the vocal delivery in this just works perfectly. Mm. She is such a star, 
I'm so glad they sent her, and I'm so, hopefully they're going to send her again next year, aren't they? I, I think it's, so. Yeah, I think it's c- confirmed. She's fantastic, great choice of performer. Love the national final performance, and I think it showed she could own the song and emote the song. Mm. So that worked really, really well. Um, overall, I think it's, it's a really solid modern ballad. And it's funny because I was just reviewing the song then, and when I look back at my ranking, I think, well, what went wrong? But, uh, yeah. I have the same feeling, but let's mm. get to that when we get to the rankings. But let's look at the team. Okay, now. Now, hang on. I've got something to say, though. This is something okay. that really irks me. And okay. I think <laughs> I understand why. It's all very solid except for the use of the lyric fake news. Mm. That just grinds me every time I hear it, and it just ruins it. Did it did it for the very first time you listened to it? Yes. Okay. Fair enough. No, no, <laughs> yes, that, it did. It, and and it just continues to haunt me <laughs> at this point. Oh well, okay. I well, know it's very of the times, but ugh. Yeah, maybe sometimes it's better not to use those little things that could Cringe. divide when actually the rest of the song was actually really quite good. Exactly. Okay, so why did this end up coming only eighteenth? Because eighteenth is good, but for this song good, yeah. But for this song I think most would be expecting higher. Look, it had three top tens. Fair enough. Um, it ranked from third to thirty-sixth. Okay, that's a spread. <laughs> it really is. Um, and took the thir- uh, to be honest, most were in the teens and the twenties. So third place for Aaron. He said it's understated and a unique composition. Roxanne delivers an emotive vocal, but with conviction as well. Uh, Kyriakos um, really loved the rebound, gave it that extra oomph he needed to jump it up in the rankings a little bit. And Guy um, said that this one is the whole package. It just comes together perfectly. The message and the lyrics and the way they're sung together with the instrumentation fits really well. Top quality, they nailed it. I think it's very relatable. I mean, who Mm. hasn't had a couple too many and started, you know? Texting or drinking or, oh, you know, tr- calling drink, or call tw- it, yeah. tweeting. Yeah. <laughs> You've definitely drunk tweeted many a time, Michael Jones. I know, I know that I think for we've sure. all been there. <laughs> but on the downside, look, uh, not many people could say much about it. Ali was the one who ranked at 36, and she was kind of the outlier here. And she just said the first few times she heard it, she couldn't even bring herself to listen to the whole song. Oh, wow. She hated it that much. It just gr- grinded her gears. Mm-hmm. No real thing that she could hold on to why that was the case. I guess we talk about rankings. Well, I was one of the ones in the 20s on this one. 27 for me. Um, wow, that's pretty quite low. low yeah. Considering I, was, I just wrote about four lines of really positive things and one negative. And, and the only one negative thing was one line. But it turns me off every time. Wow. Hate it. Okay. Hate it. Even when I listen to it on headphones now, I just roll my eyes every time that she says it. Oh, God. You're being a bit but, dramatic, I think. <laughs> but there is a lot to like about this and looking forward to Roxanne coming back onto the Eurovision stage because she is a performer and I'm really looking forward to it. Look, I pretty much ranked it where it came. I, it was 19th for me. I think for a long time it was higher. Um, and I kind of scratched my head when I look back at these rankings we did a few weeks and go, why? Why was it at 19th? Because mm. I'd probably have it higher now. To be honest, mm. good effort, Romania. Yes. Well, let's move on to the next one. It's number 17. If we were deep sea divers, no one can find us. If you had nothing left, I'll give you my. Uh, it's our friends, the United Kingdom, James Newman with My Last Breath. 
in the top 20 for a ranking is pretty good effort for UK, generally, with us. Yes. <laughs> so, what, yeah, what do you think about this? Um, yeah, look, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like uh, that one line said no. everything. <laughs> look, big, big change, obviously, with the UK this year with uh, BMG taking over mm. the process of the selection, etc. And I think this is a massive, massive step in the right direction. Yeah. Did they hit the bullseye? No. No, I have to say no, but there's so many positives to come from this. I think a big positive for James, he's a very engaging performer, and and I think he would have done UK proud for the entire uh, couple of weeks he was in uh, in Rotterdam. He's a proven songwriter. Um, his live performance that you can catch on YouTube yep. was very very good, mm, mm. excellent. So he can sing the song, the songs. You know, it sticks. That chorus sticks, Dale. If I know, I find myself singing it. You know, five minutes after I've heard the song, because it's just still there. And that's half the battle. Just get remembered in a lineup of songs. So I think this song had something. You know, it's a tick for the radio contemporary style of it. That's a big jury kind of thing. Um, so there was a lot. A lot to like about this. This reminds them being in a car and listening to the radio and singing the chorus by the end of the song. Yeah. Maybe would you go out and buy it afterwards? No, but it did have a stickability, definitely. Oh, yeah. It sounded like something you would hear on UK radio. Again, maybe not a top song, maybe someone's third or fourth single. Uh, but at the same time, it was at least in the ballpark of oh, yeah. UK music industry. And you could tell there was a lot more effort behind it this year. I agree with you. They didn't hit the bullseye this time, but definitely the step in the right direction. We've hit at least the dartboard this time. <laughs> we've, we've walked in the stadium. Yeah, we've, yeah, yeah. Beforehand, it was off on the. Uh, last year, took but, someone else's eye out in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we kind of in the right direction. But I think the problem maybe with this one, it just kind of it, it, it's not in the mid range of death, but it's not far off it. It's kind of in that area, so it was always going to come down to. Could he do a really, really great performance, definitely get some jury love, and maybe just get a little bit of televote to get them a kind of mid-table finish, I think, was probably the best they were looking at for around here. Yep. Um, definitely could have got some jury, I think, from it. For me, the the break in the... Um, my the the break be- between the... Um, before you get to the breath... Okay. ...really irked me on the first <laughs> and second listen. I love it now. It makes it memorable. Yeah, but no, it was memorable for the wrong reason, like your fake news <laughs> drama. Um, to me, it really irked me and put me off the song the first one or two times. Now, I sing along to it because I know about that. Mm-hmm. And that works well for radio. It doesn't work well for one-time listens at Eurovision. Fair enough. I mean, it's a good song. I don't think it was jumping into too many people's top fives. And that's, no, and that's definitely not. basically who you vote for. You have to be in someone's top three to five. Okay, well, talking about rankings, I think you've nailed it there. No one put in their top five. But we did have two top tens, but they were ninth and tenth. So Guy, who put it tenth, was like, you know, what a great entry for the UK to finally come up with. Not perfect, but overall, it's pretty good. Modern sounding, sounds like the UK. Um, Steve, who's our British um, Australian in the team, mm-hmm. he said, fine, definition of fine. <laughs> Hoping for more, but it's okay and, you know, very much in that mid-area. A lot of other people had it a lot lower and it went down to 32nd at worst. Wow. So we had Liv and Fleur. They were both like, step in the right direction, but we've seen it before and it's not new, unique, mm. but it's okay. Yeah. Um, middle of the road. So even though... 
it was good. Middle of the road was coming down to late 20s and early 30s for them because I guess it was quite a strong year overall. <laughs> Where did you rank it? Well, funny enough, Dale, I <laughs> ranked it mid-range. No. <laughs> no, it's actually pretty high for me. Um, 16th for the UK. Oh, that's, that's high. Uh, and it was sitting in my top 10 for quite a while, to be honest. It's, I, I like it. It sticks with me. I sing that chorus. I really like it. I don't know if I have Stockholm Syndrome from living in the United Kingdom for so long, but I ranked it ninth. I was the highest for oh, putting it there. Oh. Again, this did have stickability for me. I sing it all the time. It, every time I hear it, I can't stop singing afterwards. Yeah. I really like it. I think it represents UK music at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a big fan, but I generally like UK music, so that probably um, coloured it in the positive direction for the United Kingdom. Fair enough, fair enough. I guess we should go off to number 60. Well, that was Serbia, Hurricane with Hasta la Vista. You think of this one, Dale? A bit controversial. It's out of the 10, is it? Oh. I'm not surprised to see where it is. This definitely will split people. Some people love this kind of like power girl group thing going on. And some people hate that stuff. I'm definitely not one of them. I love this. (laughs) I actually love it. You've got three strong women coming out doing a a decent enough live performance. Let's, you know, remember they're dancing and stuff. It's always going to get a little bit slightly messy at times at a national final. Come to Eurovision. They will smash it out of the park if it was going on. This is fantastic. I love that it's in Serbian. It doesn't matter. It doesn't take away. You've got that hasta la vista to work with you in the chorus. It's repetitive without being too much, and it's memorable, and you just want to just bang out to this song. This would have livened up the performance for anyone watching on TV and in the stadium. Love it. Yeah, there's a lot to like about there, isn't there? Um, Immediate impact is what I say. Like Mm. watching their national final performance, even the musicality of the song and everything is impact, impact. The girls come out, their impact. So there's a lot. It's a big plus in a competition environment, I think, this song. Um, It's a very good, solid Balkan pop song. I think Mm. it represents that Balkan pop industry really, really well. I agree. For what's actually happening on their radio now. I'm going to disagree with the national final live performance. I thought it was fantastic. I thought the girls were really, really oh, good. I'm not saying it was not good. I'm just saying you couldn't, you wouldn't say it wasn't not a little bit. I wouldn't say the vocals were perfect, and I would say sometimes the production was maybe drowning them out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And at times, because of the energetic performance, it took away a little bit of their vocal. They, they would have. You have to iron all that stuff out over time. It's a yeah. national final. I thought it was. I thought it was, oh, it was good. good. I thought they avoided because it's very difficult when you have three vocalists to not become a shouty mess, yeah. and they definitely avoided that, which I thought was good. So maybe they were holding back a little. I don't know. Hence why the production may have over uh, overcome it. Look, I think this for me had was going to have appeal to the Serbian neighbours. But this goes beyond that. Agree. This would appeal to Western Europe. This would appeal to, you know, the Caucasus and, and your Russias, etc. I oh, this was a really, really good entry. Well, look, OGA Australia vote of fans, and Australians love a bop, didn't have this super high. Mm. It was pretty solid from memory. But so why isn't it translating maybe a little bit more than you think? Because apart from the chorus, <laughs> the song is good, but it's not great. Okay. So I think it's just a weakness in the actual song, not so much the girls and the performance. I think they're very Eurovision in mm, quotation mm. marks. 
So I think these guys would have done very, very well. Well, the team ranked it anywhere from 2nd to 39th, and I think that's where your divide is. Wow. We had a 2nd and a 3rd. Ali's 2nd just thought this is everything she loves about Eurovision. Mm -hmm. A really big banger and a different language and seeing music she doesn't normally see or hear, um, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Liv had this 3rd flying under the radar, she said. All the potential to go down in history as a standout girl group number at Eurovision with the right performance could have even been top five. Maybe more top ten, I think, probably. Mm -hmm. But with the right performance, this would have stood out. With the wrong performance, it would have been an 18th. Yeah, totally. So on the downside, people... Aaron, 39th, found it messy and incoherent. (laughs) The switch between the harmony and the solo section is really not great. Ruby, who had a 28th, just said it was too much of a pop girl group number for her, not her genre at all. And saying, look, it wasn't as good as Goodbye from Serbia. I'm like, okay, Ruby, get over it. It's 2016. (laughs) (laughs) Time to move on. (laughs) Steve had a 28th as well and said, three attractive women grinding away. Yawn. This brings nothing new or interesting in any voting criteria for him. For some people, this is just not their bag. We love this stuff. Fair enough, yeah. So a lot of people don't. Fair enough. Well, I guess with rankings, I'm pretty much, again, spot on with the team. I gave this one 15th. And to be honest, I think that's kind of where I would have picked it to finish in the competition. I think it would have just been on the edge of the 10, somewhere around there. Hmm. For me, this was 11th, just outside my top 10. Easily could have gone into the 10 on the night or easily could have dropped to about 20th, really depending on their live performance at Eurovision if it went ahead. I I think I could have probably seen it around my ranking probably at best. I I don't, maybe top 10 with an incredible performance. Yeah, I agree. Probably just didn't have as much mass appeal as some other big bangers we've seen, like a Switzerland last year and obviously Mm. Fuego the year before. Um, Just not to that level, but the step down. Yeah, I kind of agree. Okay, well, let's move on. We're up to number 15. Okay, that was Bulgaria, Victoria, with tears getting sober. Look, I'm shook, shook. I just had to double check that that <laughs> came 15th. It came 15th, Michael. I am disgusted. Um, what do you think? Um, I think it's pretty low. <laughs> but then again, there's probably some reasons for that. Look, again, when we talk about this song, we're like Romania, we're on that contemporary style of ballad. So perhaps... They're kind of eating each other, if you know what I mean. Hence why, yeah, okay. you know, stealing votes from each other. I think what sets this apart for me is really, and I've written here, lovely production. <laughs> <laughs> it really, really is. It's 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 a little gentler than Romania, mm. and I think that gets it across in a little more heartfelt way. She's a really good artist, really, really good artist, and this song suits her. It's a symphonic song. Yeah. There we go again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, the jury's ears were pricking up straight away. But having said that, this feels a little warmer than some of their other stuff because it can come across as a little clinical from symphonics at times. Um, look, there's, if anything, it, it, it just maybe lacks a wow because I've heard this talked about as a potential winner, and 
No, oh, I don't know if it's in that pocket. I think it's very, very good. And I think juries would have gone for it like, you know, like there's no tomorrow. I don't know about the tally vote, simply because, you know, she would have had to have some bang staging something to get her to just really pop and get get people to vote for this, I think. I think you can't deny when you there's a Romania-Bulgaria similarity here. Mm. Um, I think they've got slightly different appeals, so I'm not quite sure what would have won over the jury more, to be honest. I'd probably say Romania is a little bit more contemporary. I feel like Bulgaria is going... I do agree on that warmer side. I think Symphonics has learned a lot from the last few years because they've not been doing very well with the televote. I think Bulgaria's got more televote appeal because it appeals to a broader audience. It even has an almost... People would describe it as like a, a Disney sound at times, particularly at the end. And I think that gets down to your kids, to your grandma. Mm. And I think the the wow factor would have been the simplicity. And I can imagine them staging a very simple, like very, imagine dark, her just singing these fragile kind of lyrics and hearing these big moments at times. I, I imagine that would have been their approach with it. Mm. I think that actually would have stood out with what we've got in here. You've got lots of Russias and Icelands and and big powerful ballads from its Italy and whatnot. And mm-hmm. I think this simplicity and the more gentle side of it would have had the the little the upmanship least, on Romania. At least given it a point of difference at least. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. Let's talk about rankings, Dale. Where did the team why have the team dissed this one oh, so badly? Just disgusted. Third to fortieth. Oh, another fortieth. Someone thought this was the second worst song in the competition. Exactly. We'll get to them. Wow. <laughs> but get look, your pitch, get your pitchforks ready. It, had, um, they were, it was great to have them part of the Aussie Vision team for <laughs> up <formerly>. to now. <laughs> a former member now. No, uh, this had four top tens. So wow. out of the eleven voters, four of us put it in the top ten, which That's is terrific. Really, really strong. Um, Aaron, who had a high sweet, um, right kind of Disney-ish with good lyrics and delicate vocals. Steve said it had a point of difference. I agree with you, Steve. Well-crafted both lyrically and musically. Adore the simple yet beautifully haunting melody. And every time he listens to it, he's moved. Nice. Live, atmospheric, pretty, delicate kind of song, which I quite enjoy. Um, likes the she liked the instrumentation. Thought it was maybe a bit too Disney. Yeah, they did on, go all out on the production. It was a little bit. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'll, I'll get to that. Yeah. So Kyriakos was the person who put it fortieth. Oh, Kyriakos, I just don't understand. <laughs> and I'm sorry, your explanation is not good enough. <laughs> Because she said he's he's saying the voice is nice, but the song does nothing for him. Takes okay. him nowhere, and he doesn't understand what the fuss is about. It sounds safe and more like an arcade 2.0. But he said he did say maybe the live performance might have won him over. Fair enough. But there is um, no way you can say that is the second worst song in the contest. You just can't. Especially when Austria and Georgia exist. <laughs> totally. No, Look, terrible. I can understand where he's coming from. If it, It's one of those songs, if it perhaps doesn't touch you or you don't like that kind of music, it probably just wash yeah. over you and Look, you get me. I, I am joking to a point. Look, <laughs> I do I do, I do, do get that's not going to be for everyone. Guy who had it low said he was just went nowhere as well. It's just mm-hmm. a bit flat, he said. Mm, fair so enough. So fair enough. Look, there was a couple of people who had said that, and they're the ones who dragged this down because <laughs> it was so close from 14th to 11th, like three or four points would have got you into the top mm. 10. So mm. let's say Kyriakos ranked at 30th, it would have been eighth place. Okay, well. So I'm holding go. him personally responsible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I should confess my ranking. Um, I didn't put it in the top 10 on this one. Just outside, number 12 for me. Um, probably not really my style of music. 
but again, I see the quality in this. It was nice to feel a little warmth coming out of Symphonics, even if they did over-egg it a little with the production. No, you can't over-egg this. I love it. <laughs> um, look, I really, I think you can really hear in the people who love it the way they describe the song, like when you were hearing the, the things before. I think it, it, it's got a magical element about this. I Don't give me that look. It has, <laughs> I adore this song. Um, it feels like a throwback to me. I, I feel anything from, you've got this modern production that sounds a slightly, that, you know, everyone's talking about the Billie Eilish, Lord thing, whatever. You've got almost this old 50s, 60s movie sound, this Disney sound, and this combines into something that I think is fantastic and I think would have come to life so well live. It's one of my absolute favorites in the competition this year. It is my third place. Oh, wow. Top three. Love it. I guess that moves us on. We're up to number 14. The heat is getting higher. Well, Lithuania, if you haven't heard that one, that was the Roop on fire. Not so on fire with our team, Dale. Wow. Who would have thought? Who would have thought this would have been outside the top 10 for the Aussie Vision team maybe a month or two ago? Mm. What this has suffered from is pretty clear is there's two other songs that is doing this kind of almost novelty fun factor song better. Yeah, I tend to agree. That's just kind of where it's at, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I think the song is is simpler than those other ones. Um, <laughs> the other ones are pretty simple, but no, it is. I mean, you've got a la-la-la-la-la, uh, you've got Fire Desire, <laughs> and you've pretty much just got an instrumentation dance mix. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, the song is really simple. Basic, Dale. Basic. Let's go right down to it. It's basic. Absolutely. The only thing that sells this song is the visual performance um, they do a great job of it, and it, it's enjoyable fluff. Mm. And I like enjoyable fluff. We just had a lot of it this year. It's just better fluff. And to, I thought there was better fluff. That was and more I, enjoyable. Yeah, I agree. Look, I can't deny this is catchy. I can't. You know, it always has been, ever since it debuted at the um, Lithuanian National Final, this has been an attention grabber. Um, look, I think this would have had lots of televoter appeal still. But then again, you're right. You have this bunch of songs you know, sort of cannibalizing each other or whatever. So perhaps the voter appeal may not have been as huge as it was. One thing that really gets me is those lyrics are so basic. And I, you know, a lot of people are turning a blind eye, but I will never turn a blind eye to fire, desire and hire Mm. all being rhymed in the one verse type of thing. No, absolutely no. And that's a jury no as well. A (laughs) hundred percent. And also I I really dislike the the intonation. Is that the word? The intonation of his voice when he sings. Oh, really? Oh, you're like, no, I hate it. I think that's part of the charm. Like, I remember the root from it all for me, Dale. (laughs) The root from previous national finals, and I like their style, and I do think they own the stage well. No issue with the way they did it live. I think they present the song very, very well live, and it's a pretty tight little package. And they got their dancers and everything. You know, the dance they do. You know, very good, very, very good, but. But unfortunately, Russia was released and Lithuania was fantasized. <laughs> um, pretty much. Um, oh, look, I think Iceland had a role to play there as well, as to be well, honest. True, yeah, yeah, but I think particularly Russia probably cornered this little area. Simpler dance, catchier song. Okay, well, let's look where the team ranked this because mm-hmm. 
it's it's still done pretty well. We've had three top tens and a first to thirty third. Okay. Now we've got to hear why someone had this first. Yes. And we're going to hear from Fleur. Someone who grew up in the 1980s, um, synth pop was a huge genre back then, especially in the early part. And um, yes, I am old enough to remember that. Um, this song is a contemporary take on that sort of music. And that's what really grabbed my attention when I first heard it. Every time it was performed, it was on point. It was flawless. It was slick. And that was another thing that grabbed me about this. This could have been written off as another novelty song that would be remembered for all the wrong reasons at Eurovision. But it was done in a way that looked professional. Well, yeah, I'll definitely agree. There's some nostalgia in this with that synth aspect mm. and there is that, that that kind of 80s feel to it, which is done in a modern way. So I can understand why she would enjoy that. And at the same time, I'm probably we're probably kind of going, why didn't it come in the 10? But also forgetting about why we like... I really like this song. Like, I don't dislike it. And I think she raises some really good points. It's a fun song. It's really good. It is. The other ones who put this as really high was song uh, Emma. Song is really catchy. Dance break in the middle is a bit bizarre, but it somehow works. <laughs> she says it's not about the studio for her. It's all about the live. And I think yeah. most people would agree with Fair that enough. one. I think you do need the visual with it. Kyriakos, who covered the Lithuanian national final for us, mm-hmm. he said it was his winner for so long. But then towards the end, all these other songs just got in the way and he was really surprised to only rank the seventh. I mean, he was joining the Lithuanian national final cult. He was joining the Lithuanian army, <laughs> I thought, at one stage. It was that into So it. for him to rank the seventh, I think, is a, a really good example about how the song kind of lost its momentum as others came in through. Exactly. I mean, they may have had a marketing thing to re-get momentum when they got yeah. to Rotterdam, but we'll never know. Um, on the downside, Steve, mediocre vocals combined with awful rhyming dictionary lyrics <laughs> over a well-used dance beat and when all else fails to throw in lots of la-la-las. And you, he has a point. <laughs> kind of has a point there, doesn't he? I think both the, the positives and the negatives are both right. Yep, totally agree. Totally agree. So, yeah, where does that end up for you then? Well, ended up for me probably smack bang kind of middle in the field. 20, uh, 23rd. Wow. 23rd for 23rd. me. 23rd. Uh, no, I'm not a big fan of this. Can't say I seek it out. I mean, and yeah, I'm sorry. It just doesn't, doesn't do it. There's others that do do this genre better. For me, look, I, again, I, I did sort of say some negative things about it, um, but this is a good, catchy, fun song. I think they would have brought something good at Eurovision. It was 14th for me. It just wasn't as high as those other two songs we'll definitely be talking about later on. <laughs> you know what? It does strike me. This appeals probably more to the older Eurovision fans, what I've noticed, more than the, the younger ones. Are you calling Fleur old? I never said that. <laughs> Fleur. All right. Shall we move on? We better. <laughs> Coming in at number 13. Right, well, we have Albania, Arelina Ara with Full From the Sky. Michael, what do you think about this? 
a lot of conversation is going to be about the revamp, isn't it? It, it is. I, do, I mean, to be honest, I quite like Shy slash Fall from the Sky. <laughs> um, look, she was super impressive at Festivalia Kingus, let's face it, that the minute she sang Shy, you just kind of put down your glasses almost kind of thing. Like, she was so eye-catching. Um, there's no doubt in the world that she would have smashed this vocally for me. I don't know if the English version has as much power for me as Shy did. I don't know. It's a very strange thing, isn't it? Just because I don't know the lyrics with Shy, it, it just hits me differently. I still, I, I think there's so much to love about this, and a lot of it's Arielena's vocal. Uh, apart from and apart from that power chorus, unfortunately, I find the song meanders a little. Oh. And yeah, it's very when we're talking about ballads, the old school style of ballad rather than as we've seen with the contemporary ones. So it's an interesting one. There's a lot to like about it. I I think it lot and for me, I am an Albania fan. You are, you are. Pretty much, yeah. you know, send out your wailing women and I'm gonna vote for this. Exactly. I was really disappointed with the revamp. To me, it lost what what this really lost, and it wasn't. And I was really mindful about giving it space because I was obviously heard shy, and it wasn't my winner for uh, Festival Congress, but I was really impressed. What it lost was power, uh, the power and grit of the song, and it wasn't just the lyrics. If you listen to um, the even the registers singing in the instrumentation around it. It's it's been made for a Western audience and lost everything Albanian about it, and it's lost its soul. Mm-hmm. And I know that's what and that's what's really hard to put your finger on. I do also realize I was going, I was ready for an English bit, and I understood why they went in that direction. But shy is basically means translated why it's like scream, shout, swear. Yeah, and this is fall from the skin. It's like an Oprah Winfrey, like you know when she was doing all that mm-hmm. mindfulness just awful blandness to me it's a bland song the lyrics don't match and they don't fit very well with the song it's such an odd one because it was written in english first she then performed it in albanian yeah festival since it's gone back into english with a with a rejig of the lyrics so i mean she's still going to sing that fall from the sky with the same yeah, power but, yeah but it's not the power of the voice i'm talking about it's the power of the song and what it stands for and there's more than just the words and her voice is what's sitting behind. She was not going to come out in that black suit about fall from the sky. Mm. For, it's, I'm imagining feathers and clouds and it's not, that's the kind of song it is now rather than spiky black leather. Yeah. I it completely feeling, changed. I do get the feeling I got from Eneda Tarifa in 2016, mm. which I really loved her Festivalia Kenga's song, but when she got to Sweden... You know, it just wasn't... Fairy tale just didn't really hit the mark. And I kind of feel it's got that sort of thing yeah. about it. Hmm. All right, well, let's go to the team. Um, this went from another really big range this year. It's so interesting. First to 35th. First. We have a first. Fantastic. Four top tens Excellent. as well. But God, I'll, Australians like this, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they've really gone for it totally. So let's hear from um, the person who gave it first. It's mm-hmm. Kyriakos. I love everything about it. The emotion in her voice, the beautiful lyrics, and the revamp is a huge improvement to show. I think songwriter Darko Dimitrov has created another contemporary Eurovision ballad after co-writing Proud for Tomorrow last year. And I really think that Fall from the Sky is a level up from Proud. And this would have been 
an absolute jury favourite again. She elevates the song. And after her Albanian national final performance, we know that emotion that she can really take out into the lyrics. She would have smashed it. After Eurovision rehearsals, she would have been at the top of the betting odds and a hot favourite to win. Wow. Um, <laughs> he really likes this song. Really liked that song. <laughs> really. I don't know if it would have been the odds on favourite after rehearsal, but I do agree that maybe in the revamp we all forget, well, maybe I've, I, I don't think I have, but maybe forgetting about how good her vocal was. Oh, she how was powerful. Fantastic at the national final. I also will say his comments about juries going for it, maybe not to the extent of that, <laughs> but certainly I think a lot of juries probably would have gone for this. She's an incredible vocalist, an incredible artist. Well, the other three who had it in their 10 had it ninth, ninth, and 8th, and all of them just talk about her and her vocals. All of them also mention they dropped their ranking after the revamp. Um, and to, to be honest, it seems like Albania had such great results with Albanian language songs the last couple of years to revert back to an English revamp. It just seemed counterintuitive to me. I don't know why. In, in one way, you could say that, but also 11th and an 18th, maybe they wanted to go, you know what, we want to push the boat out and, and get a top 10, and mm. maybe we need to do English to do that. Okay, fair D- enough. And also for the artist, if she can expose herself to other markets. Okay, let's let's move on. My ranking, Dale, I hate to say it. God, I'm so average. I've, again, kind of agreed with the team here. I've got this at 14th. Um, Good, you are Mr. Average tonight. I am, I am. But I'll agree with those comments. It was in my 10, and then the revamp came out, and unfortunately didn't quite make it. I think it would have been around the 10 to 15 mark for me in the original. Um, I'm afraid this has dropped down to midfield for me. 22nd, <gasps> I appreciate the voice, but for me... The song just lacks anything. This is that Albania. I you normally love Albania. How could you give just, it 20 seconds? I don't connect with this song. I don't connect with it. Mm. I'm literally giving her 20 seconds for the chorus and her voice. And that's okay. it. Yeah, look, I can kind of see where you're coming from. But wow, I'm really shocked. Mm. So you just love Albania. I know. Oh, gosh. Oh, well, we better uh, <laughs> move on quickly, shall we? <laughs> this is number 12. Well, Azerbaijan, Effendi with Cleopatra. <laughs> what do you think of this one? Oh, wow. Um, we were talking before about lack of power. This has got power and speed. Spades. It comes and slaps you in the face on the first listen. Several times throughout the song. And then it slaps you again for you get the first bit, which is this great Eastern, like, what is this? This bop and this lyrics and, oh, my God, she's straight or gay or in between. And the next thing you get is this bizarre, like, I don't even know what to, how to describe when they start singing in that. <laughs> and that slaps you in the face again. I love it. I absolutely love it. This is, this is the Eastern pop I always loved from Eurovision from the 2000s into the 2010s. And this has done well. And it's, it certainly was shopped around a lot, this song, but it's still given it a little bit of... Azerbaijani flair onto what could be, I guess, performed at any nation. Big fan of this song. Very high in my rankings, just giving you a preview. (laughs) Look, I'm going to agree. Instant impact. 
I mean, the song opens up with her wailing and stuff. So you, they've set the tone straight away and they have your attention. And in a competition, you need that. You need that. I mean, this is kitchen sink material, though, Dale. <laughs> they have thrown no. everything, plus the kitchen sink, the knives, the forks, everything. It's all been thrown at this. Um, it's got, I will say, even when it's got that, it's got some nice peaks and troughs in yeah. it, though, because it... it it does give you time to breathe, catch your breath before they slap you again with some ridiculous thing that they've done. Um, I really do like the production in this to a degree. It's got some real power production, mm. and I love that Eastern uh, Eastern influence that it's got. Mm, mm. Um, let's be honest, it's lyrically woeful. <laughs> <laughs> and that's me being nice. Oh, but we all love Fuego, and that was terrible no, lyrically no, as well. Is, no, this is even worse. It's on the same. This is even worse. <laughs> and, I, and I'm glad you mentioned the whole gay straight in-between thing, how cynical, how cynical from Azerbaijan to give us a song like oh, that. Oh, of course, totally. I'm sorry. Um, look, as much as I love about this, it is fluff pop. It is massive fluff pop with limited jury appeal. But my God, she would have sold it. And I think the televote would have come for her to a degree. I could see her doing very well in the televote. Um, it's just a shame we'll never see this on the Eurovision stage. In oh, its, I would have loved to have seen In all that. its glory slash train wreck. I oh, know, no, it wouldn't have been a train wreck. It would have been, <laughs> I agree with the kitchen sink comment. Everything. Everything. All right. Well, let's look at the rankings from the team. Fourth to 26th. So the lowest was 26, That's so we have a good. new best worst, yeah, um, which is really good. But no one's top three, and only three in the top 10, which I'm actually finding quite surprising. Mm. Um, Ali, who had it seventh, um, think it's more about um, the music that hooks her than anything okay. else. So I think she's saying, well, she does say here, at times the lyrics don't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> they don't. On the downside... We've got Kyriakos, who says it's too much of, of gay and banger bait of a song. So he's just saying, checking out bait, and then everyone's just going to buy it. Hence my cynicism about it. Yeah. I agree. Um, it is at level 10 the whole time. No, I think it's at level 10, and then it goes to 11 later, which I love it, <laughs> with no breathing space um, oh. and too generic, basically. And sort of saying that, you know, he says here, if this goes to Eurovision, then Rayleigh's Wild deserves to be in Eurovision as well. I mean, oh, they're not even the same ballpark. Kyriakos, I don't know what you're doing today. Like, you're really <laughs> off the mark. <laughs> Steve says, lyrically banal verses, and we're very... He, he's not fond of a la-la-la-la, and an overuse of the la-la-la, and the weird demonic voice. Good way of describing it. <laughs> he said, it reminds him a little bit of Icel's Cross My Heart. And he thinks, though, the staging could have been as bad as that, because we did see in the skip afterwards at <laughs> Lisbon. <laughs> oh. So, look, a lot of people do like the rolling of the R's and the parts of it there, Aaron says it, but overall, just a bit not quality. I kind of agree with them in that way. There is... there. It, what they've done is very sort of almost plastic. It's almost a veneer over the top of it. Oh, look at this. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. But when you really dig, scratch a little deeper, it kind of falls apart a bit, doesn't it? Oh, well, let's move on to our rankings. <laughs> well, having said all that, <laughs> I bloody love this. <laughs> no, this hit me. This is very high impact. And I think I was thinking about it in a Eurovision sense as well. Um, I gave this sixth. Um, this is just high impact, very Eurovision. And yeah, I went for the bait. I went for it. Yeah, look, and you know, I obviously like to be slapped in the face because I ranked this fourth. I loved it. <laughs> and this is, I, you need this in Eurovision. Yes. It's not a winner, 
but it, God, it's going to set the party alight. And every single one of those people in the stadium would have loved it on the night, I'm telling you. <laughs> right up my alley. I took the bait as well. Fourth place. Yes. Very happy. Disappointed it's not in the 10 of the team, though. Mm. Right. Well, we've got to the last song for today. It is number 11. Quite a surprise here. It's Norway with Ulrika and Attention. Michael, I know you're a bit of a fan of this. I'm disappointed not to see it in the 10. Um, probably a little, because I think it's one of the standout ballads, if not the standout female ballad of the competition, but also not surprised. Okay. Because it's, it's a cl- crowded field. Yeah, true. Look, for me, classic modern Scandi ballad. You know, in its structure, in its execution, uh, you know, Merland obviously having a hand in the, the mm-hmm. songwriting in this one. We know what he did with Rebecca back in 2018, and I think this harks back to he should just stop doing whatever he's doing and just write female ballads. Yeah, true. He can do a very good job of that. I agree. <laughs> you know, there's yeah. such a, a there's such great elements to this. It's a great build in the chorus. Look. I like Ulrika's vocals. I will say I do like them. However, I just I just don't know if it really hits the heights. But she does do the range very, very well. She does the soft in the song and she brings it through to power and, and the chest really, really well. So yeah, it's it's all very competently done. I want to say competently done. I feel like you've changed your tune here because we've had many discussions about this song. Um I this should be right up my alley. This mm. is everything I like. It's a Scandi female power ballad with that big hit at the end with the vulnerability. A lot of people compared it to Sonny Nielsen's Undo, which is one of my favorite and our favorite uh, songs of all time at Eurovision. Um, this is this is this pales in comparison. Oh. What it misses is not necessarily the song. Um, it's her vocal doesn't have the raw power. It might elevate, but it's not hitting the back of the theatre. Like, if it was musical theatre, you'd be saying, turn up, just turn up the volume on the big. She, she, she sounds like she's getting louder, but she's not really that powerful. And her vocals are good, but she, I wouldn't call her a power vocalist. Mm-hmm. And I think this song needed someone who could belt the hell out of it at that moment. All very competent, though. I like the song a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think... It probably feels a little clinical. That's probably the, the the downside. But isn't that kind of Scandinavian in a way? True, like they but, all sound a bit clinical. Yeah, to but be I honest. think maybe this would have done a bit better a few years ago. And I think the like this only just won the national final in Norway, and that yeah. says everything to a pretty weak song. And I think this says everyone's moved on. And for the fact that I've even almost moved on from this song says this, I, I think this would not have done as well as a lot of people think it would have. Look, Still like it, but I'm not as big as on it as I probably should be. To to a degree, I will agree with you. There is some... <laughs> to a degree. To a degree. <laughs> to the part where you opened your mouth. Uh, no. <laughs> there is something missing. Mm. There's some little sparkle, some little magic dust missing on this which to make it a classic, like yeah. a classic Scandi ballad or whatever. Just something. Do you know what it is? 
I think is an age thing as well. The song is like, give me attention compared to like Sana's Undo My Sad. I've gone through mm. this heartbreak. I hate the whiny lyrics of it. I find okay. it whiny. I find it just annoying. The lyrics annoy me. Oh, I okay. find it irritating. I don't. The lyrics. <laughs> But, yeah. well, well, you're the only person in Europe and Australia who apparently did. Well, well didn't matter ten. Did it? Anyway, let's move on to the to the team. So let's look, it um it had five people put in the top ten. There we go. I mean, half the crew basically. We are at eleventh though, Michael. So yeah, it should. It should be yeah. sixth to thirty fourth. So no top fives no top five. for such a fan favorite. Mm. Um, down to thirty fourth. <laughs> So Steve had it as sixth place. He said, well-delivered, very well-performed, deceptively simple song, I agree, with an identifiable uh, message, the conflict between seeking others' attention and being oneself. Mm. is sold by a talented performer with strong vocals. Fleur has a high vocals, the highlight here. She pours everything into it. You feel the emotion. Um, On the downside, a little bit of middle of the road from Ali doesn't connect with her. And did not go on her playlist, which Ooh. is something. Um, and Kyriakos is the one who had, a, I think, the lowest or one of the lowest and said, great voice, but the lyrics are extremely simple. The song is playing it safe and it sounds very familiar and unoriginal. I'll agree on the unoriginal. And a lot of people pull up other songs for this. And they're not pulling up this one. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that because I think of that Scandi kind of structure of song. You know exactly what to expect. You know exactly when it's about to happen. And that can make it sound unoriginal. I love that stuff. I eat it up. You yeah. Know. It, it had a pyro doesn't... curtain, Michael. <laughs> I know. There should be, you should be fined if you have a pyro curtain. You should be thrown <laughs> under the pyro curtain if you have one nowadays. I think it's over. But look, I totally understand all those comments. And to, uh, to a degree, I, I, I agree with them all. Look, I've got this one in seventh mm-hmm. um, I did have it higher for a long long time this was very much in my top five um, and I have to say it was a bit of a creeper on me I didn't love it at the start but once I really yeah it, it's me it's Scandi it's it's predictable and probably aging <laughs> <laughs> so it's ticking all my boxings boxes. yeah look I've got, I've got this 13th for, for matches, I've probably said some negative things about this. That's quite high. Mm. And I'm actually quite surprised how high I have it. And I have a very... Ask me on a different day, and sometimes I have it 25th, and sometimes I would have it 5th. Okay, I yeah. find it very hard to make up my mind on this song because, again, I agree, it ticks my boxes, but there's so many elements that I don't feel enough for it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't grab my emotions. It doesn't... Oh, I don't know. There's something just... There's an X factor missing from it. Okay, fair enough. I can mm. see that. I can see that. It is a little clinical and, um, you know, competent. And I guess that's probably why it's just fallen just outside of the top 10 of the oh. Aussie Vision team, but still an excellent result finishing an 11th totally. overall. Totally. So that leaves us with our top 10 for our next episode, Dale. I know. We'll get straight into that next week. <laughs> We've got the big hitters now. You probably, well, you should maybe be able to work out which ones are in there, but the order is the most important thing. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you next week. Stay safe.